And we are back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by Generous United. If you didn't know, Generous United, they are a membership-based buying group headquartered right here in Atlantic Canada. Their goal, their mission, what they want to do, they want to make sure that we are all able to afford our prescription drugs. And that's just one aspect of healthcare. You know, if you're struggling to maybe afford dental, you know, you need a massage every now and then, acupuncture, there, there's plenty of forms of healthcare. If you can save money on one aspect of it, you're going to be able to afford others. So what Generous United will do is team up with a pharmacist, a local member of your community who wants to make sure that you're living a healthy life as well. Generous United will team up with that pharmacist and make sure that you're getting an attentive personalized service that will allow you to save money on prescription drugs. Here's what I want you to do. Head on over to generousunited.ca, that's G-E-N-R-U-S, united.ca, and see if there's anything that they could be doing for you to allow you to save money on prescription drugs. This ad could be for you, it could be for a loved one, a family member, doesn't matter who, we can all be benefiting from the services that Generous United is offering. Okay, one more time, that's G-E-N-R-U-S, united.ca. Head on over there today and make sure they are able to help you out. One thing I also love about Generous United is that they're helping small businesses right here in Atlantic Canada afford healthcare for their employees. This is one benefit that we can all be using and all be getting ahead with, okay? We all know this pandemic is almost over. Maybe it's not, to be honest. I don't even know what's going on. Maybe some people do. But we're not out of this thing yet. And we can all be using a little bit of help financially. doesn't matter if it's with groceries, healthcare. Uh, I don't know. There's tons of things. Mortgage, rent, whatever you're paying. There's money coming out of pocket. And if you can save on one thing, Generous United wants to make sure that you're saving money on prescription drugs. So G-E-N-R-U-S, united.ca. Today's episode is also brought to you by Osprey Ridge Golf Course. 45 minutes to an hour outside of the city. Get there. Family-owned golf course. And you ever when you when you're dealing with a family-owned business, it doesn't even have to be a golf course. You know that they're taking pride in ownership. So the fairways are great. The greens run a great pace. And after you're around, you can head up to the brand new renovated patio, enjoy a cold beer, maybe two, maybe three. Who am I to tell you what to do? Uh, grab some nachos, grab some food, whatever you want to do. And you can watch over the golf course and see people come in on their last hole. It's great. You see people miss some putts, see people make some putts, and you enjoy yourself. All right, 45 minutes to an hour outside of the city, Osprey Ridge Golf Course. I'm there every weekend. I hope to see you there, and I hope to see you shooting a low score. Maybe not, maybe so, I don't know. But most importantly, I hope to see you there having a great time. Okay, Osprey Ridge, get there. Today on the High Button Podcast, we have Brett Draper. Brett, he actually just won the Nova Scotia Junior Lacrosse League Championship with his team, the Dartmouth Bandits. He's recently signed with the Halifax Thunderbirds. He was drafted two years ago, uh, but unfortunately didn't play because of uh, well, COVID, everything that's going on. The NLL didn't happen. Uh, but they re-signed him this year. He's staying home in Halifax. I'm extremely excited to talk to Brett. We talked to him, I think, almost this time last year. So I want to see what's changed. I want to see what's new. I want to see how he's doing. Uh, he's a big name here in the lacrosse community in Nova Scotia. So extremely excited to sit down with Bre- Brett. Excuse me. I'm Justin. We're talking to Draper. This is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. Boom. Mr. Brett Draper, we are going. What's going on? How are you? Not too bad. How you doing? I'm all right. When was the last time we spoke? I said it was like a year ago. It was, uh, it was around this time last year. August last year, yeah. What's changed? A lot's changed. Uh, the draft happened, got picked, signed two contracts, uh, won a championship with the Bandits. Now we're gearing up for training camp again. Dude, it's all coming true. It's all coming true. The hard work's paying off. It's finally paying off. How do you feel? You must be, uh, I, don't get me wrong, I'm, I know you're excited, I know you're happy for everything that's about to come your way, but is it almost like a, uh, I don't know, does it feel real, I guess? You know, the drafted to the home team, the signed to the home team, October's two months away, training camp start, does it feel real or no? Not at all. No? Not at all. Like, if you would ask me this, me and Jory talked about this uh, a few days ago, if you would ask us, like, oh, shout out Jory, by the way, I got drafted uh, 87th. Saturday. All right, let's give a round of applause. Shout out my boy. Mark, let's go. But uh, we, talked, we talked about it. We were like, if you would ask us that five years ago, we we're going to both like be drafted in the NLL. Like, 
would have been like, no, nah, like you're lying. Like, so it's just crazy, especially in Halifax too. I'm excited to get going and it's all coming true. There was a great buzz around the city during the junior playoffs. I wasn't really at any games, but I'm heavy on Twitter and I was seeing all the activity that was going on in the rink and the fans and the stands, the live stream. It was just very good for lacrosse, Nova Scotia to see such a, I don't want to say like popular, but just it, 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 all eyes were on these finals. And I thought that was a great thing. When I played, all eyes were on the finals as well. But with the power of social media and for other people to to see outside of Halifax and outside of Atlantic Canada to be able to see, wow, okay, there's a lot of people at these games. There's live stream. There's there's talent here. And to be able to see you put the ball top left, top bottom, five foot, wherever you want to put it, just wasn't you. There's other players out there that were talented as well. It was just a beautiful thing, beautiful thing to see. It's it was, awesome. It was definitely a – I've played in a few finals here. It was probably the best skill-wise yet, to yeah. be honest. Everyone's kind of we we're clicking. Both teams were clicking. Shout out those guys. They they played good, but we were just we were unstoppable at that point of the year. So, is it one of those groups that's been together for a long time? Yeah. So I don't know the exact numbers, but we graduated like 12, 13 guys, and thirteen, twelve of those guys. One guy wasn't there with us, but I've been playing with those guys since Pee Wee. Every single one of them. So I mean, to win with those guys too last year was it was uh, it was definitely an emotional one for sure. It's a fun thing in lacrosse when you're clicking together with people that you've played with for a long time. Who did we have on here the other day? It was Pacer. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about how, like, if you just come off a pick and roll and you know the guy on the point already knows where you are, you don't have to call for it, you don't have to look for it, you just come off a roll, the stick is already up, the ball's already in your stick, and you're getting ready to roll for a shot. There's something about that that's so beautiful. And to be able to play with a bunch of guys for a long period of time, the chemistry like that must have been clicking. Clicking. Like, we got to the point where it doesn't matter who's scoring, who's stopping the ball who's guarding the other team's best players that we all trust each other so it was uh not a lot of teams can probably say that but that's awesome yeah i didn't care if i i, I scored one goal in the game too but i don't care we got to win so <laughs> so what did uh what did the thunderbird say to you they must have been watching the, the any advice did like what's the conversation like i guess with that team uh to be honest i haven't talked to uh really them that much i talked to the coach a few times just obviously telling me you know be ready stay ready be in shape that's a big thing they're kind of preaching is I think they think like a lot of the older guys probably gonna show up not in shape just because COVID two years easy to slip out of it right but you know just told me be in shape be ready because it's gonna be a long training camp so other than that nothing I'm ready to show up and go to work. Was there a training camp last year? No, we uh so the season ended up getting canceled in like December or whatever it was. We were like about to go to training camp. They almost did a bubble. I think Pace might have told you guys that last time. Mm -hmm. So that didn't work out. So they just basically shut her down for the year then. But now we get a full training camp, full season. So, yeah. Talk about a first year going in and like, I I, re I relate this year to a lot of sporting worlds after like a lockout of a maybe like the NHL season where like it doesn't happen and how the next year there's so much excitement surrounding the sport. There's so much hype around it. You guys are gonna be able to travel. You guys are gonna have hopefully a good amount of fans. I don't know how COVID's working and like that if they're gonna let people in or not. But there's just so much hype around sports when there's a year off. And when you talk about the NLL, how, the, how there hasn't been, has it been two years, a year and yeah, a half? it's like 18, almost. 18 months or something. So when there hasn't been professional indoor box lacrosse for that long, there's only more of a buildup, only more of a buildup. There's only more excitement. There's only more that's about to come from it and that you get to be thrown into it. Mm -hmm. That must be exciting for you too. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, like I said, I'm, I'm really excited to even just get to camp. There's a lot of a lot of names there that I've you know, looked up to for a while. So to get the chance to look over and be kind of playing with them is going to be I don't have words for you, to be honest, Justin. It's kind of it's kind of overwhelming, but I'm excited. <laughs> did you get to see any of the games while you were here, or yeah. were you up in Ontario? No, I, I was here. I seen a few. I seen the everyone talks about that notorious Saskatchewan game. Were you I, there? I was there. Yeah, it was incredible. I was one of the people that didn't leave, by the way. Either I was I stayed the whole time. Love I was one goal away from leaving, though. We we're like, yo, let's go one more goal. We're going to the bar right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was there. That was nuts. I think that was really to showcase. I mean. There was probably 10,000 people there buzzing. Like, everyone was just, like, strangers hugging each other. Just, it was crazy. When you watch those games and you look at the pace of play, there must be some, like, anxiousness in you. Like, uh, like I'm sure you're confident in your abilities to play the game of lacrosse, but it's almost like you want to prove it to yourself. Like, no, I can compete with these boys. Mm -hmm. Is there a little of that in you? Yeah, I think so. Like, I, like uh, I've never played, like, a high-level senior game before. I've played junior, but, like, never the highest level with, like, guys that are older than me. Like, so it's... Definitely going to be different. They're definitely all a lot bigger and stronger than all these junior guys I played against. But, no, like I said, I'm excited. I think I can, I can do it. I've been playing with some of the bigger guys all winter, so.
I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, that would be the biggest concern if I were in your sh- if I was in your shoes. It would be like the physicality of it. It's like, if, are you going to be able to bounce back from a hit? But the hit's going to be maybe four or five times stronger than what you're taking in junior. Mm-hmm. I'm not even yeah. a hit, just like a slash. And then the, that slash is always going to be there. It's not going to go away. You know, it's like you have almost have to you have to be like comfortable with it. Yeah, you'd be surprised how hard some of these guys can yeah. hit down here in junior. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think that it's like some of the junior guys are probably more in shape than the the senior guys, but just because. They probably don't train and work out as much, but yeah, I'm not too sure. I don't know. A slash, a slash hurts regardless, so it does. But then the adrenaline factor is there for you. Don't get me wrong; I'm sure it's there in junior. But yeah. when you're playing in front of eight thousand, ten thousand people, there's an adrenaline factor where you don't want to look weak. You, you you just even okay. Maybe your arm's fucking killing you right now, you but it doesn't matter. It. You don't <laughs> yeah. even feel it. Exactly. It's just like you're going. You're buzzing. Yeah. Exactly. There's just so many different elements to pro lacrosse playing in front of fans. That's gonna. I don't know. Just. You're just going to learn so much this year, I find. Oh, yeah. And even, like I said, training camp is going to be huge for me. There's going to be all those pro guys that have been in the league 10, 15 years. So mm. just going to show up and soak in everything they're telling me. Have um, you talked to any of the boys? Uh, I've talked to uh, Tyson Bell a little bit. The He's from Calgary. We traded for him. Yeah. He's friends with Pacer and the Kiwano, So okay. I was kind of DMing him back and forth, but, you know, just saying, like, excited to meet you. Um, some people, they're kind of comparing me to him, I guess, so I'm kind of looking forward to he plays defense too, so I'll be back there with him, kind of soaking up everything. What's one thing you've been working on? I know it's been a short period since the season's ended to now, but is there anything? I don't know. I saw you you're in the gym the other day or yesterday. Mm-hmm. What are you just strength? What are you working? I'm just on? trying to put some weight back on. Like obviously, playing like all summer, you lose definitely. I lost probably like eight nine pounds just from running around all the time, and I separated my shoulder back like two months ago, so oh. I couldn't work out. I didn't play. I only played three regular season games, so. How's your shoulder right now? It's good. It feels great. I got hurt. Yeah, like third game of the season, then didn't play till first game of playoffs. It was still like not great the first two games, but then we got to the finals, and I was like, it's it's gonna have to be good. Like I didn't even tape it. Was playing pretty loose, but it's a lot better now. I can work out like no problem. Still kind of getting my bench press back up, but yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, it was well, first sec. I was terrified. I was like, "Oh no!" Like I just did I fuck everything up. I was gonna say, "Well, you'd rather that happen earlier in the season than the last game of playoffs." Yeah, that would've been tough. That'd have been tough. I tried to hit some guy. I just thought I was a big dog and <laughs> went with the right shoulder. And yeah, <laughs> but uh, I'm all right. I've been better. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So October's rolling up. What's the uh, what's the? Did you get like a schedule or anything for training camp? Like, is it gonna be held here? Is it gonna be held in Ontario? La- How's that element? I got. Work? A, I did get the schedule. So they're playing. I think they're planning on doing one of the weekends in Halifax. Nice. And then um, most of the other stuff will be in Ontario, just for because uh, the owner owns a rink out there, like the Six Nations rink. Okay. So he just does it all over there. So I'll be there Wednesday and Saturday nights mostly. Oh, that's flying back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Stay humble, Brett. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> uh, well, I remember the first year they came here, and the training camp was in Ontario, and it threw everyone off. Cause the whole the whole travel thing for the NLL threw me off, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of people here, it's like, oh, okay, they don't live here. They live other places, and they fly in. A lot of people are like, oh, they must be like the Mooseheads, and they build it here. And like, it was just a different element for a lot of fans here when the team first came. And when training camp wasn't here, I was thrown off. Mm-hmm. But then it all kind of came full circle with that inter-squad game. That inner squad game, I remember, was one of the most exciting things I've seen inside the Metro Center. It was a lot of fun to see mm-hmm. just a professional sports team. It doesn't even have to be a lacrosse team. It was just professional sports in Halifax for the first time in, geez, since the Voyagers. I guess, I guess the basketball team's pro. But I remember that first inner squad game. I remember that first inner squad game was like exciting for the it city was. to see that. Everyone was there. Everyone I knew was there, too. And the good thing about those games, too, is like, if you haven't seen anyone like lacrosse community for a few years, you go to that game, you'll see everyone yeah. you want to see and don't want to see. Yeah. It's crazy. Were you at the game? Yeah. Yeah, I was at the game. I was at most games, I think. I guess everyone was home those years. Yeah. Or no, not even. So that's not even a COVID year. So I, I, I that's why when I was asking the question, I was like, oh, he might have been in Ontario for those games. Yeah, no, I was, I was definitely home. I was at school at that time. Okay. So I was just chilling, going to these games every weekend. <laughs> was uh are the inter squad is that inter squad game on the schedule? Did you see it? Uh yeah, I don't know when it is, but we're definitely gonna do another one for sure. Okay, sick. Yeah. Dude, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a good time. How many tickets are you gonna try to get for your friends as and many, family? As many as I can. Well actually the first time it was free. Everyone came, it was free to come. They were just handing out tickets left, right, and center. And which was smart marketing on their they part. They might do I mean, I don't know, to be honest, but like I feel like they'd probably do that again. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. That's the thing. Like, don't get me wrong. They 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 brought a lot of new fans into Halifax that weren't lacrosse fans before. Mm. But there's still a lot of people in Halifax that still haven't been to a Thunderbirds game. So those free inter squad games, why not? 
which is crazy. If you if you're listening to this, go check a game this year. Hundred percent. Promise. promise. That goes back to what I was just saying a second ago. Like there's so much hype and excitement around things coming back, and the Thunderbirds is just one of them. Just seeing something on a floor <laughs> yeah. being played is just something. We're excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. For work, like I'm excited for the work. You're excited to play. Fans are excited to watch. There's just so much energy just getting ready to go back to watch sports. Thank God, finally. But you look down in the States, like they're raging down there. Like they're having the NBA finals were ridiculous. There was like 30,000 people in these ranks. Yeah, the States are just. Yeah, they don't care, but won't get into that one today. Yeah. But trying not to be a political hot pot <laughs> it's so hard not to be a political podcast there's so many like things you want to say oh yeah just... you're like no i'll hold off yeah i'll that. hold off for right now but no it is like it is looking down at the the the, the states and seeing everything ramped up and you're ready to go and then here it's, it's definitely frustrating but you know with the vax coming or it's here the hopefully time. allow people to, to yeah. party and see the games i just want to have you know more than a thousand people at our games have year. they said anything no not a thing not a thing why don't they said anything for the moose? I'm assuming the moose heads and you guys will be the same thing. Yeah. There's no difference. No, there's no difference. Be cool though. I mean, like you said, everyone's vaccinated or most people are vaccinated. So I know they're trying to do those like uh those cards. So if you're like double vax, you can like show it and you can get in or you have to get like a negative test to get in and go watch it. Yeah. But I think they plan on like filling the seats. I don't know why they wouldn't. I don't know how that's like people keep saying this card. I don't have a card. Like, I'm double vax, but I, I, I don't have a card. Do you have a card? I asked the lady, I was like, so when I go in to get this needle, how do I prove that I'm double vax? And she's like, just screenshot your email and show mm. people. That's what she said to me. Okay. But then the, I, someone told me this weekend, like, yeah, you need a card. And I'm like, I don't no, have no, a card. What are you talking about? Like a laminated think, card? I don't got a card either. You don't have a card? <laughs> no. Let's get a screenshot. Yeah, I'll figure I'll find the, the old email and screenshot it. <laughs> um, so what's the what's on the agenda from now until October? A lot of working out, a lot of training. I mean, like I said, I'm trying to get back into the I'm – in, I'm instilling – Probably some of the best shape of my life right now, but... Do you run here? No. <laughs> I walked. <laughs> no, I'm joking. A uh, lot of working out, a lot of... Uh, with my strength coaches down at ASP. They've uh, they've got me in some, like I said, probably the best shape of my life. So just keep grinding with those guys until October. And through October, I guess, I'll be with them through the season too. So, But, uh, yeah, just getting ready, getting dialed in, eating right, tracking my calories and stuff, which seems kind of psychotic, but I love it. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do, man. Let me ask you this, because you grew up here, right? Yeah. And uh, at, what, at what age were you aware of the NLL? I was pretty young, but, like, I wasn't the NLL. I just knew the Toronto Rock. Okay. That's the big difference. I think a lot of people from here, like, you think NLL, you think Toronto Rock. But uh, I was young probably when I first started playing lacrosse, like 12, 13. Yeah? Yeah. Colin Doyle was, like, my favorite lacrosse player. He was just, like, the face of yeah. Toronto Rock, so everyone just kind of looked up to him. But He had a camp here. At yeah, one, I, I was go. at it. Really, I didn't yeah. go. I didn't make it. You would have been young. Yeah, like I, you wouldn't have been old enough. No. I well, when we had Naber on here, and we were talking because he grew up in Ontario, yeah. and he was like, "Yeah, like since two, three years old, I wanted to play in the NLL." Crazy. And I was just like, "What?" Yeah, that's like crazy. it kind of blew my mind when yeah. he said that. I'm like, "Well, I, that's why I wanted to ask you because we don't really. It's it's NHL here. It's like, oh, NHL, NHL. When we're playing the NHL, but like NLL." And, uh, you know, for you to say, okay, at 12 years old, I kind of knew about the broadening of the NLL. Yeah. And it's like, then that's where the dream set in. No, or, no? no. When do you think it, when do you think Probably, it came in? Well, I mean, like you always think about it as like a young lacrosse player, like, oh, that'd be so, so dope to play yeah. pro. But I didn't even think it was possible until I was 18, 19. Really? And I'm 22 now. Yeah. So it wasn't that long ago. Well, I played here my first year junior, played for Dartmouth. Like I was all right. I wasn't the greatest. I asked any of my coaches, my teammates, like I was like. I was, like, middle, like, late of the pack, like, uh, you know, Czech and Etchney, the guy who played with Halifax. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So him and uh, Brandon Sanderson coached my second-year midget, and he, like, I, Chet's a good buddy of mine now. He's like, yeah, like, we almost didn't take you on the team just because, like, you were just, like, he was like, I was one of the bubble guys on, like, that midget uh, provincial team, so. Really? Yeah, I went from that to. Where you are now? Yeah, I don't know. It was crazy, so. Yeah, but then, like, first year, didn't even think of it. After my second year, I kind of talk to those guys they end up coaching the orangeville junior b team who i went and played with yeah yeah then they're like you know come play with us like so i went up there for the summer then kind of realized like it wasn't that far away and then i was like hmm, i could probably really do this so well it's interesting how so you, you were 19 when you like i could play in the nll one day and how old are you now 22 i just turned 22 like a week ago well i remember when i think i was playing senior lacrosse and someone just happened to say like hey did you guys hear like 
might be a pro lacrosse team coming here. Like, no one knew the Thunderbirds. Mm-hmm. No one knew anything. It was like, oh, there's rumors about a pro. And, like, I think I would man, you know, 26, I was 27 maybe, maybe 25. And you're just like, that dream's gone. Mm-hmm. You're just like, think about it. Like, oh, that would have been nice. But yeah. that, that dream's gone. Yeah. But when you hear it yeah. at 19, 18. I was like, wow. I was like, ooh. Wouldn't so, that be cool? <laughs> so then what happened when you're did, – did, did the wheels start to spin? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it was uh, – that first year I went to Orangeville, so I was 18, would have turned 19 that summer. And Chet kind of knew about it a bit, just, you know, kind of, he's like, you know, like, I'm not going to, I don't know, but there's been some talks that there might be a team coming. And I was like, well, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be pretty interesting? So obviously you think about it every day, just every time you hear of it, you're like, oh, that'd be unreal. But you never really think of it like this. Like, Do you think your work ethic went up just a little bit? Yeah, maybe a, little bit? a little bit. I think when I went away to Orangeville the first time, like I was, you know, threw, thrown in a bill at home with uh, our GM pretty well on my own other than that just had to figure it out myself i was working all the time like no mom to wake me up every day and go yeah. so it was a no it was a different beast for sure and i got back and i kind of realized I was like man like i'm you know i'm actually not that bad at the sport so i'm gonna start taking it pretty seriously and worked out i guess do you take any advice from pacer uh not really i didn't really talk to pace like that until after the draft like kind of the summer summer winters we really started kind of clicking but you know he said like you know keep working obviously he's like He's like, you'll definitely be there one day. Just I don't know when it's gonna happen, but he told me to put my name in the draft like last year. So I guess I listened to him to do that. Told me to make up a little mixtape and stuff, tweet about it. So, but other than that, nothing really. Now I just talk our talks. You know, work hard. Like good luck at camp and stuff like that. So, Dude. crazy. It's exciting that you're at the beginning of your journey right mm-hmm. now. Like right now in your head, are you thinking like 15 years from now? Are you thinking about that? Or are you just oh, thinking yeah. year one year at a time? Uh, like obviously, I'm th- first thing is just you know October 22nd, but. Obviously, there's the thing in your head. You're like, oh, you know, like the Olympics is going. To, I mean, lacrosse is going to the Olympics. Like, I'm like, man, like that'd be, you know, I could probably make that happen one day too. So, definitely thinking bigger picture, but I'm definitely focused on the training uh, camp. Training camp, of course, but of course, once that happens, everything else is kind of flowing through your head. So, well, that's the thing. It's so yeah. hard not to think about down the line. And I, I, I a lot of professional athletes that get interviewed, like, are you thinking about the scoring race? Are you thinking about this? And they all go, no, no, I'm worried about playing Baltimore today. Like, yeah. you know, they, and, I, and I get it. You have to say that, but you, we're all human. It's hard not to think about the the future and what's going to happen. You know, with this company, I think about the future, but every day I'm focused on what I got to do. Right yeah. now you're here, I'm focused on you. But yeah. as soon as you're gone, I'm thinking about, okay, what can I do now, tomorrow, next day, next mm-hmm. day, 10 years, 15 years. And as a professional athlete, it's hard not to look at a, a career that you want to make happen. And, you know, set yourself up for life, man. You have a 15-year career in the NLL. Yeah. Training camp, you know, or sorry, uh, summer camps for kids, you clothing. You could market yourself mm-hmm. to brands. Like there's so many things that you could use off of the NLL to make sure that you're a Brett Draper brand, you know? Mm-hmm. It's hard not to think about that stuff. And at the age you're at and the position you're in, dude, like you just said, time of your life. And I love how you said, I'm in the best shape of my life mm-hmm. right now. When you walked in here, you had a huge smile on your face. I didn't even say anything to yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like you're I'm shining, just like you're just, you're just, you're just you're, you, yeah. you could just tell you're in that headspace yeah. of, my future's my future's here's my future and i gotta just take it you know you, you gotta grab it and i think you're very aware of that which yeah, is awesome like i said you know a lot of people uh don't get this opportunity i'm just kind of in a position where i can which is crazy like you said you know, we're looking in the future if i was five years ago looking in the future like we said we always we always think about it but now that's right here it's like you can go get it or you can you know hang out and do nothing and so i'm definitely gonna do my best to go <laughs> get it and make sure everything <laughs> works out Dude, that's good. Yeah. And I like how you you know it. Like, well, you're 22, you said you just turned 22. 22. It's yeah. like at that age, man, there's just a lot of shit going on. You know, you, you got the drinking and the girls and you know, all that stuff. You know what I mean? And like to stay disciplined through that, it's a good look. Yeah, it's tough. And like I moved out now. I'm living with uh, two roommates. Just had a job. I actually got laid off. So that was a little bit of a. What? Yeah, I don't know. Talk, laid we'll off? talk about that after. That was oh. kind of tough. But uh, put a little bit of stress on me, but nothing's going to. Nothing's gonna slow me down. A little bit, a little bump in the road, but yeah, was a footlocker, was it? No, okay. no, I bounced out of there. Bounced out. <laughs> well, yeah, don't have yeah, man, dude. Getting fired. Yeah, I don't want to say getting fired, laid off, and fired is a different thing. What's that movie from? I didn't get fired. I got laid off, but you wouldn't know the difference. That's from a movie. <laughs> I don't know that. Step Brothers. When he's at the wedding. Anyways, clip that after we got to find that after him. No, clip in here. you don't know that clip. <laughs> no, I don't. It's uh, what's Will Smith's character in Step Brothers? I don't know. Dale. <laughs> no, no, Dale's the other one. No, Dale's the other one. So they're at the wedding, and 
they're like, thanks, son, for coming. He got laid off from his job at PetSmart. He, he's like, I didn't get laid off. He's like, I didn't get fired. I got laid off. You wouldn't know the difference. I don't know. I could be talking out of my ass. But great, I'm pretty mo- sure. great movie, though, by the way. Oh, hell of a movie. Still yeah. a classic. Yeah. Um, dude, I'll tell you right now, getting let go from a job, some of the best things that ever happened to me. Yeah, well, like I said, now it's kind of kind of came at a better time. It's August 30th. I have training camp in two months. I get to chill out. Fucking get my golf back that I missed all summer. <laughs> <laughs> Work out, eat right. Like I said, no, it's definitely a good time to do it, I guess. But well, that's the thing. It is it, it, like one hundred percent is. You're yeah. two months away from the biggest training camp of your life. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, mm-hmm. you know true. you got to make a good first impression. I'm sure the coaching staff, excuse me, coaching staff knows about you, but mm-hmm. I'm sure they don't know Brett Draper as a person. Not yet. You know, it's or, a whole or a lacrosse player yet. Yeah, that that, that kind of yeah. counts too. Yeah, I'm so like, <laughs> there's so many guys that come on this podcast. I'm like, yeah, you got to be good at hockey. You got to be good at lacrosse. You got to be good, but you got to be a good person. And yeah. that's like cemented into my brain at yeah. this point. Because when I was younger and playing, it was just no, you got to be good at this. You can't. Be, it doesn't matter about being a good person. I'm a good, I'm a good person, mm-hmm. but I didn't really care about that. I just cared about goals and mm-hmm. winning. But I'm just, it's just cemented into my head now. It's not like you got to be a good person too. Well, half it's like you can be the best lacrosse player in the world but if you're like a cancer in the dressing room don't like passing the ball like coach sees that right away like i've coached like peewee bantam kids and like i can tell i walk on the floor i'm like yeah this kid's no like he's yeah get rid of him like he can't everyone's gonna be on the same page like i said our dartmouth team everyone was on the same page like no one was thought they were higher lower than anybody we were playing you know when our rookies got in the lineup i was just happy to see them get in there and score and i would if i scored a few goals a game you know so need stuff like that you can't kind of you can't be what i'm looking for you can't be uh selfish yeah you know everyone's got everyone's got to eat so yeah especially at the pro level yeah like they're like a a a big thing i've learned through this podcast is knowing your role Mm -hmm. like a lot of guys that will come on that uh have won championships it's guys that know the role but don't complain about it need to know your role and it's better to learn that earlier than than later some of you young kids li- listen to this now whatever you're good at be great at it and don't worry about trying to do something you're not good at 100 percent. that's my one tip for the day maroon the guy has three cups right now just played on tampa won his third cup he finished on the fourth line knows his role doesn't matter work three hard. cups crazy for you and you're, you're saying all oh, you young guys man you're a young guy yeah exactly. like for you to know that that's a yeah. great thing going into your first year pro well, a lot of like i said i play with a lot of guys even here ontario you play against guys you see guys in the nll like they're trying to do everything you know and like we got these teams have guys who score 50 goals a season or lock down the other team's best player it's like that's not if your coach doesn't tell you that's what you got to do like stay away from it don't try and be a hero <laughs> do what you know you're good at and that's it 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. yeah do the little things too like i remember one big thing when i was younger i got i was playing midget lacrosse i got called up to junior and I was pumped, mm-hmm. so excited. And I remember I, it was like entered the first intermission and no one wanted to fill up the water bottles. And the, like there was two, maybe three other midget guys that called up and then there was all the junior guys. And none of the junior guys wanted to fill up the water bottles. And then they, I think they asked a couple midget guys to fill up the water bottles and the other midget guys were like, eh. And I was just like, I'll do it. Yeah. And I, at the time, I, I, I didn't even do it to try to be like, be a good guy. Or I, I just, I just, did it i don't know why mm-hmm. and i remember coming back after filling up the water bottles and the the i didn't say i got a ton of respect but i was just more welcomed in the dressing room after filling up those water bottles because i just said yeah i'll go do it i don't care whatever yeah. and i just remember that moment being a big moment in my lacrosse career just like doing the little things that you know make sure people notice do the little things and you'll get respect back and i always remember that moment in lacrosse growing up that was kind of cool and it wasn't even a big moment. You're just filling up water bottles. But it carried over for years and years and years of getting respect from your peers. Well, you can see it right away. Like, even, you know, you're a rookie and, if, you know, if someone tells you to pick up the ball. It's like, the second you complain, then that's the one it's like, okay, this kid's kind of got a, he's got a problem. Like, just do it. You know, it's not a big deal. Everyone did it. I picked up water bottles and balls for yeah. for two years. I've been a rookie twice. Like, I went to Ontario my first year. I was a rookie. I just sing on the bus and tell all my stories i didn't want to tell so like, yeah just do it you just got to do it man you got don't think twice about it have fun with it and yeah you're good to the game the game will be good back to you trust me trust me on that one it's a big thing it's a big thing huge thing and life too good good to life life will be good back to you do the right things it's not that hard not that hard eat healthy work out exercise yeah. be kind to people 
dude, life will give you life will give you rewards for no reason. Yeah, think about stuff that you want to happen. It will probably happen. More chances than none. Did you think about the Halifax Thunderbirds, or did you just think NLL? No, I was definitely NLL, but Halifax for sure. You know, I had the ties to here. Um, I just had a feeling it was going to happen the whole night. Did so you? yeah, that's weird. Super weird. It's time for a quick timeout brought to you by Crypto Vantage. Did you know right now within the cryptocurrency world, NFTs are the most popular thing going? If you don't know what an NFT is, think of it as digital art. What professional sport teams are doing are creating their own NFTs to be able to sell and resell to create profit. So profit, excuse me. So right now you can get an NFT using uh, Serena Williams, Tiger Woods, Derek Jeter, Wayne Gretzky, Tony Hawk. I'm pretty sure Logan Paul just made one of himself boxing. You're able to resell these NFTs and create a profit. Here's what I want you to do. Head on over to info.cryptovantage.com slash high button. Fill out the white paper at the bottom of the sheet. CryptoVantage will send you a free information package, totally free. High Button Sports, we're not going to take any money from you. CryptoVantage will send you a free package on everything that you need to know about NFTs to use the NFT platform and allow yourself to essentially gain digital art. Pretty crazy. The year 2021, you don't even need actual sporting cards. All you need is some NFTs and then you can resell them. The world is crazy. Trust me, I'm learning about it too. Head on over to info.cryptovantage.com slash high button to learn more. Remember to fill out the white paper at the bottom of the sheet and CryptoVantage will send you all the information that you need to know about NFTs. Now, back to the podcast. No hints, nothing. No, no like, hints. No, no one texted me, called me or anything. I was just like, I have a weird feeling. Like When I entered my name in the draft, like no one talked to me at all. Like, my video got a bunch of retweets and favorites but like no one actually like messaged me and was like hey like you know we're interested in yeah just like when i sat down that night i was like it's gonna happen i don't know when but i have a weird feeling it's gonna happen and that and it did which is crazy dude yeah i believe in that stuff yeah that's crazy and then the other night jordy same thing he's like man i don't know i was like i promise i told him before the draft toronto was gonna draft him too no and they did with their last pick in the draft yeah get the I was like, Jordy, I don't know, man. Toronto's going to pick you. Tr- Toronto or Halifax, but like he, his uh, head coach in Orangeville is like the O coach in Toronto. Yeah. I was like, it's going to happen, man. I was like, I, tr- I promise you, Toronto's going to take you in this draft. He's like, we'll see, brother. Like, I'll talk to you later. And then, I don't know, man. Even just talking about that, I was just, I'm probably just as excited for him as he is to be on. I FaceTimed him like right away. I was like, dude, like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> look at us, man. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Pace is already in there. Got yeah. us two. Um, my boy Liam's going to declare next year. Keaton's probably going to declare next year. So it's looking up for a lacrosse Nova Scotia for sure. Dude, I hope that you know you have a big responsibility on your shoulders. Like you do. I love like it. Like you have a huge responsibility. What uh, do you think that responsibility is? Tell I don't me. Know, you I don't you know. tell me. Uh, I don't know, Justin. Maybe maybe the, paving the way for these kids coming up. I mean, I got a lot of kids like DM me like all the time just being like, ask me whatever, you know, trying to you know get workouts in with me and stuff and just – Younger kids I even played against this year. I'm not going to say his name, but uh, I'd go play him in junior because he was like a call-up, yeah. and I'm like 22 now playing. So he'd call me after the games and be like, yo, like, how'd I do? Like, how'd I play? Like, crazy out there playing with you. I'm like, that's crazy. These kids are like, dude, like, Brett, man, I like, can't wait to play against you. It's going to be, like, ridiculous. I'm like, that's crazy to me. Like, I would have never, ever thought of that in my life. Like, these kids would be, like, in awe to play against me. But 100%. It's nuts. Dude, I want to get advice from you. Like you're just like yeah, yeah, you got that responsibility where people are gonna look to you, and you're obviously doing something right. Yeah, I don't know what it is. But. Well, fuck, so if you don't, they'll, <laughs> they'll tell you when you get to camp in October yeah. for sure. Yeah. But uh, to have a, you know, if, to have a figure like you when I was younger, it's a huge thing. We we had guys that were good at lacrosse, but I played in the same league as them. You go midget, you go junior, and mm-hmm. you play senior, and you do whatever. But to actually have someone playing pro from around here now, it's just not pacer. Now there's a couple other guys coming up, dude. Get ready for the DMs to come. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like I said, they've been coming just obviously. I love it too. I love talking to people. I love coming like coming on here and talking to you guys. So any DM, any message is welcome. I definitely will entertain it. So I like talking to people. I like learning from other people too. So you can learn yeah. something from everybody. So yeah. What are you looking to learn? I think I guess up in the uh, in the NLL. What do you? Is there any part of your game where you're like, yeah, how do you do that? How, how's he? Uh, I think for me, it's probably gonna be the you know like defensive positioning and where to be and like. Because up there, they're more like, they're not more like one-on-one. They're more, it's like a team defense. Like, we play a team defense here, but end of the day, when it breaks down, it's just basically who has the best defenders on their team. 
up there it's like systems, coaches, slides, how that's going to work. So just learning from those guys, how they talk to each other up there, how they communicate on the defensive end, offensive end. It'd be good to know both sides, I guess. Transition. Transition, that's my favorite thing to do. So Is it? Yeah. Why? I, don't, I love running. I just love getting in the open floor and burning guys and making plays. I don't know. That's definitely my favorite part of lacrosse. There's a cool part of lacrosse during the transition where the defense gets the ball and has to pass to the offense, but it's during a change. So you have guys coming on the floor from the opposing team that have, I'm not going to say, like they're just coming off the bench. So their legs are just a little bit a little bit less tired than the guy, the defensive guy who just finished a shift, who gets the ball, who's ready to pass to the offensive guy. It is cool. It's a cool transition. It's a cool part of the game that is very underrated, I think. And it's difficult, man. It like is. making sure the goalie passes to the side where the gate isn't. Mm-hmm. It's, it sounds pretty simple. It's not, man. It's not. Like you got, you got like three guys pressing you from the other team, like full like full court presses and stuff like that. Like it makes it difficult. You gotta you gotta be in the right spot at the right time. Like we're lucky we had a few guys on our team that could pretty well like individually break a press. You know, obviously just using their feet and stick skills. But like a good team can you know one pass out, one run by, snap guys coming off the bench get him the ball done but uh no like that's definitely my favorite part of the game i love running up the floor making something happen and transition so it's fun i oh, i don't i don't want to say it's my favorite part of the game but it's fun because i i agree with the fun part but it's fun because you can catch people slipping mm-hmm. on the change yeah you can catch people okay who where's my guy where's my guy who you got who you got like that all you know what i mean like who's your guy and you can mess people up by going okay no one has me i'm going for it then everyone comes to you, and then that guy on the crease is wide open, something like that. There's the, the transition where there's a little bit of confusion. If you can master that confusion on the other team and take advantage of it, it's so much fun. I yeah. know what you mean. Yeah, like that's where I score all my goals Is at. it? It's like running and transition, yeah. So, I don't know. It's fun. I just love breakaways and two-on-ones and everything about it, yeah. The thing I miss about lacrosse, when we were playing uh, the Pacers – uh, I, was, I was working Pacers camp the other day and I was in there just shooting the ball around for a bit first time I shot the ball in like a year and a half I'm ashamed to say that but um, you know there was a part of me when I walked in there it was just a little bit of nostalgia running through and I felt like I was part of a game even though I was just in a polo and shorts it was, yeah. it wasn't, it was just, and I remember a big part of my game was eyes throwing people off with my eyes looking left, passing right and I remember when I was shooting the ball to just by myself there, that was one part I, I really thought that I, I, I was talented at was the eyes thing. Mm-hmm. How, how do you feel about that? Just being, dis- not using your eyes, but just being uh, deceptive? Is that the word I'm looking for? De- take out the other guy. Not take out, but what's the word I'm looking for? Fake out. No, not fake out. You're just being de- deceptive. Is I that- think that's the word, yeah. Well, like, Deceptive? Yeah, deceptive, I think. Is that a big part of your game, being deceptive, is thinking you're going left? Everyone thinks you're going left, but you're going right. Yeah, I guess it's just you can't really be predictable, you know? Predictable. Like, that's if you're word. on the offensive side of the ball, like, the easiest thing for me to do as a defender is if I see you, like, you know, looking at a pass for, like, three, four seconds, like, I'm going to – I'm quick enough. I can go pick that pass off, like, no problem. If you're, like, you know, you're kind of looking all times, like, I don't know where you're going to pass the ball, but if you're, like, looking at a pass the whole time, like, it's going to get picked off. I'm going to take it and run down the other way. So yeah. you got to be – you know, don't think about something for too long. If it's not there, make something else happen. You know, you can't really think about anything too much. Even shooting on goalies, like head fakes, shoulder fakes. Like, yeah. a lot of people don't fake with their sticks that much anymore. It's just, you know, like getting the goalie to flinch with like a little like shoulder twitch or something. Yeah. That's, uh, that's how you put the ball in the back in that for sure. Dude, and the ball's so quick in the NLL. Not that it isn't in junior. I'm no, sure it is, but obviously. No, the NLL is a whole different beast. Like, the, every guy can buy the cross. Like, some of those. D guys could play offense on like any senior team in Ontario, so it's just crazy. That must be exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. Just knowing like the mistakes are going to be limited, because it is frustrating not being able to pick up a pass like a solid pass. Like, oh, it's down here. I got to bring it up here now. It's just everything's going to be right here, right here, right here, wherever you need it to be. Yeah. It's just a part of the game that will be eliminated for you. Every pass will be fine. There's going to be no mistakes, no hiccups. Mm-hmm. It's quicker. Even from, like I said, me and a few other guys have played in Ontario before. Even that gap from there to here is crazy. Like up there, like. You know, you're so trained and like catching and passing balls. Like the one thing you won't see in Ontario lacrosse, is, like people don't drop balls like they do back here, just because like we'll practice like, well like they expect you to be like have like stick skills. Like you shouldn't be dropping balls at practice like the slightest. But here it's kind of like, okay, you know, just don't drop the next one. But like up there, it's like we drop like three, four balls in practice. We're running for like 20 minutes, like no, no questions about it. Like. You see three, four balls drop, you're like, oh, fuck, like, here we go. Really? Coach is, like, on the boards. He's like, that's one thing you can't do. Like, we can shoot the balls at the goalie's chest all day, but one thing we're not going to do is drop balls. I'm not used to that. That's no, not. No, no. It's, and it's, like, been coming back here and playing. Like, it's not. It's a little frustrating, but, like, it's. I can't really 
can't get mad because you know a lot of those guys aren't coached or you know kind of trained like that so but yeah up there it's it's a short leash up there for sure well it's good that you have that mindset going into the nll yeah you know that's maybe one thing that guys that are getting drafted from here maybe lacking a bit like there's no mistakes allowed no can't you know got to be sharp we got to be ready to go even like little mind mistakes like can't happen got to know he have it all time playing defense like Little laps like that will cost you a goal quick, and then that's how you get cut from teams. Do you like playing on turf? Yeah, I've only played a little bit, but it'll, it'll be different for sure. I'm going to start trying to do some, like, sprints and stuff on the turf before I actually get up there just so I'm not ready because it tires you out. Like, the, the turf's a whole different beast compared to the concrete and stuff. I don't know. Legs get tired quicker, like. But it wouldn't be – it would be softer to run on, I think. Yeah, I just – I don't know. I find it makes your, like, your legs feel a little heavier and stuff, and, yeah. It's definitely something I'd want to like work out on before I go up there and start running around for weeks on weeks. You just you go to like the Smew Field or Dow Field or something. something. Yeah, I don't know. My the gym I work out at has a little turf too, so I'm probably gonna have to start doing some sprints in there and just mm. different stuff in there. But I remember when did have you played with the Prague tournament? Never got the chance. No. Well, you still still young. We still have the opportunity to go. That's yeah. fun. Me and uh, Chris Black got cut our first year from the Prague team. Did you? Crazy. I'm not gonna <laughs> talk about that. But. <laughs> You'll be back. Don't worry about I it. I don't think the right decision was made, but <laughs> that's all I'm going to say there. <laughs> no, it's uh, our, our uh, big thing I loved about that tournament was the replays and being able to see yourself. Mm-hmm. And you don't get that in junior, but you will get that at the pro level. But I guess maybe in the pro level, you're able to see the, or no, sorry, the junior level, you're able to see those live streams and you can go back and rewatch them. That's fun. Yeah, I rewatched, uh, I rewatched all our games, but uh, yeah, like, because that's pretty new to this league. So, like, a lot of guys, you know, have never seen themselves actually play lacrosse before. So, it's, like, it's kind of eye-opening. We were doing some film sessions, and guys would be like, oh, my God, like, I do that like, yeah. every game, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's good to see for guys to actually know the mistakes you're telling them about, but they don't really understand until you're like, watch, like, you just did this, like, and they're like, okay, like, that makes sense. Like, I won't do that again. But it's good to see yourself play, especially even, like, anyone, to be honest, could rewatch a game so you did wrong, see what you did right. Make sure you don't make the same mistakes twice. What was one thing that surprised you about yourself when you saw yourself play lacrosse for the first time on video? Oh, man. Uh, well, when I was younger, if I were to go watch those old games now from, like, 2016, 2017, like, I was garbage. Like, I was just, like, I'd shoot everything, like, wouldn't even think twice about it. Like, wouldn't pa- – like, it was just, like – I watch it now, I'm like, man, what were you doing? Like, just, like – definitely was not the skill level I was now. But now, I know, like, I'm, I'm very comfortable on the floor. Like, I'm – the mistakes, the mistakes I make, I know I make them like right away. I don't have to go rewatch myself and be like, "Oh, you didn't do that." Like, what do you like force the pass? I know instantly if I like force a pass or miss a pass or you know shoot definitely when I shouldn't have shot. I know like immediately, so it's kind of good. I'll go back and watch and be like, "Oh yeah, that's when I didn't pass that ball. The guy that was wide open cut into the middle." But no, I don't need to see myself like I don't gotta watch it to be like, "Oh, there was a mistake." Like I can tell you like right after the game what I did wrong. Dude, on the on the defensive end, even still. Dude, I don't know. I think you're underestimating that. Like, just not knowing if there's a guy behind you, but you know he's, a, you know, you get like a stick on him. Like, mm-hmm. you, you still think you know you made a mistake, even on the defensive end. Because right there's away. things you can't even see behind you, though. But, like, they're, uh, like, it's it's hard. That's where the whole, like, team thing comes into it. Like, if I'm, I also never play defense, like, straight up and down. I know what's going on, like, around me at all times. So, but, like, if the four other guys on the floor aren't telling me, like, what's going on behind me, then, like, it's not my fault, but like it's also my fault. I should have like you know took a little look back and seen what was going on. But yeah, I don't know. I like blame myself for a lot of stuff. Just uh, I'm pretty hard on myself, so well, it's good. Yeah, rather than just saying ah, I had my guy. Yeah, no, like even if there's a goal that's scored, like, it's not even really near me. I'll go to the bench, like yo, fellas, it's on me, man. <laughs> like I'll be better next time. I'll let you know what's happening next time. They're like, dude, you weren't even in the play, but I don't know. I like putting that pressure on myself. It's good. Yeah. Um, Hossick. Mm-hmm. Freak. Dude, you must be excited just to observe that guy. I don't yeah. know if he's going to talk to you, but I think he's a robot, man. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. But uh, yeah, like my uh, Liam Liam McGraw, like my old roommate in Orangeville, beauty, by the way. He uh, So I guess Hossick's a teacher at the Hill. Okay. And Liam went to the Hill. So he was like, uh, I'll try and like hook you up with him so he can kind of like know he were at camp. And I was like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not terrified of him. I'm not scared of any human being. But if I was to be scared of someone, it's going to be that guy. Dude. Like a cyborg. <laughs> I've never been a fan of the defense of lacrosse before watching that guy play. Especially, I'm happy I got to see him in person. Yeah. Just, he makes that side of the game look fun. Yeah, it is. No, and like defense is a lot of fun. Like when I first was playing, I was obviously an old guy. Went away. This is a good story. Actually, I'll tell a story right away. So uh, 
Brandon Sanderson, my old coach in Orangeville, him and Chet brought me up. They brought me up as an O guy, right? You mm-hmm. know, I thought I was like a hot shot, like getting called up to go play with these guys. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna score like 30 goals a season. Like I'm an O guy. Like I'm I'm nasty. Exhibition game, we play one. I might have shot like O for 14 on the power play. Like he put me on the right shooter, just like, oh man, like they didn't like let me hear it. He's like he's like oh like put like another guy on, put my buddy Liam Smith on the power play. He was like you're never on the power play again. I was like okay, good to know. And the next game comes, first game of the season, I was playing offense, and, like, just, like, was just, I don't know, just didn't have it, I guess. Like, second intermission comes in, he's like, Draper, you're playing like a fucking pussy. Like, he was like, you're never playing offense for me again. After the game, show up to the next practice, he was like, uh, I was like, walk in, he's like, Draper, go get a black penny. That's what all the D guys wore, and just, like, never again played offense. No. Yeah. For the best, though, first, like, five on five in practice, I picked off, like, two passes in a row, went down on a breakaway, scored. He was like, he was like, I told you, you're never playing offense again. Jesus. I was like, good, I kind of like it back here, so <laughs> crazy. He knew before I did, I guess, but wow, crazy. That's funny. Yeah, it's funny. You're going up, I'm going to get 30 yeah. goals this yeah. season. Yeah, he was, uh, Brandon's a character, I love him, but yeah, he was, uh, I needed that co- that kind of coaching, I think, like, around here, no one's really, no one's that hard on you, you know? Like, he was like. He was probably one of my biggest critics, like, when I was up there. He was, he'd was he let you know if you weren't doing something right. So yeah. you wouldn't make the same mistake twice, that's for sure. Well, I think no coaches are hard on the players here because there wasn't – I hope the shift is changing, but because there wasn't really a goal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're not hard on a guy because, okay, well, what's he really working for? Mm-hmm. What are you really yelling at me for, coach? Yeah, If true. there's not a goal. Now there's a goal. There's definitely a goal now. And back then, like I said, you know, here there's, like, the East Coast Championship. Up there there's, like – you're planning to get the playoffs to go to Founders when they get a national championship. So, like, and they want to win, too. That was the year after they won the, the Founders Cup. So they were, like, coming off a high year, right? So he was, you know, they'd let you know. But, like, you know, I, I personally think most more coaches need to be like that. Like, I like the laid-back kind of coach, but you got to hold your boys accountable and, you know, let them know you're not joking around. So Yeah. It's time and effort. Those coaches aren't getting paid. Like, no. they're, they're putting time and effort in. They're driving. They're, they're spending money putting it in the bridge. You know, it's, it's it's a lot of effort. Four or five nights a week just coming here and, you know. <laughs> Chucking a ball around. Trust me, if I showed up to practice and these 20, these 20 like, 21-year-olds were there to joke around, I'd be – I wouldn't be happy. So I can imagine that I, – I understand why they, they get mad and yell and do that. I'd be doing the same thing. I do do the same thing. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be there to work. Yeah, exactly. Got to be there to work. Yeah, got to. A lot of guys don't. Like, a lot of guys just show up, you know, go through the motions. And, like, you know, they're – in practice, or I looking to see what time it is for, so I can leave, which is like crazy to me. My favorite place to be is practice. I love, I love being at the rink. I show up to the rink like two hours before, like everything. Just, Why? I love it. I just love being there. Even practice? Practice like an hour, but games like two hours for sure. Just love being there. I love the boys. I love talking to everybody. You know, it's like my one time of the week I get to yeah. really just chill out for a bit and talk to everybody, see what everyone's doing. You're really gonna love it at the NLL level. Being able to go warm up on that turf in the Metro Center, mm-hmm. music going, mm-hmm. knowing you're playing against Vegas, crazy. or you just could be in Vegas warming up. Yeah, you know it's it's a crazy. We, we, it goes back to the adrenaline factor. Yeah, crazy. Like it'll just bring things out of you that you didn't even know you had. Maybe <sighs> different beast. Different beast. A whole another beast. Whole another beast. Yeah, it'd be crazy. And it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this podcast is a year from now when you come on and to see what you learned about yourself. Yeah, from that level. Yeah. I'll, you know? I'll be back for sure, but yeah, it's uh, I'll definitely have some more stories to tell. But no, I'm, I can't put into words like how it feels to be honest. Like it's, really, it's crazy. It's surreal. So it's definitely surreal. Like like I said, you asked me a few years ago, I'd be like, "There's no chance." Like I just don't see that happening. But now that's like right here in front of me. I got my buddies playing the NLL, guys I looked up to, guys I like talk to all the time playing. It's like, of course, yeah. Why wouldn't it? They, I, heard, I forget who said this quote, but it wasn't even a quote. It was just like a conversation. And they were like, you know, are you surprised this happened? And he's like, eh, not really. Like, you work so hard, and then it finally happens. You're not even really surprised. It's like you just – it just happens because you work so hard for it. It's more of like a thank God, you know? Yeah, like, it's like – yeah. Weight off the shoulder. It's not like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. It's like, finally. Yeah, it's, like, it's just – yeah. Yeah. And it, that's the way I, I feel about you right now. It's yeah. just like, yeah, it's – I worked so hard for this. It's just, thank God, finally, it's about time. It's not, wow. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. It's not like I wasn't working for this for the past five years. Just like, finally, you know, crazy. But now it's like that next step. It's like, okay, you you obtained the goal 
of signing a contract in the NLL. It's done. Yeah. It's like, what's the next goal for you now? Win a championship, or is it just get that first game out of the way? Is it, be you know, what's the next goal for you? I mean, like you said, next goal is obviously. So I'm going to training camp. I still haven't like completely made yeah. the game roster. So it's obviously find a way to slip in that first game roster, and then you know go from there. Don't work hard. You know, make sure you you're in the lineup consistently. Obviously, bring a championship to Halifax sometime. That'd be that'd be nuts. Like that would be nuts, but. Give me chills. First goal is just obviously, you know, make the team play, and then we'll go from there. Obviously, long-term goal, like I told you. I don't know. For some reason, the Olympics sound crazy. I don't know why, but find my way in there somehow. But, yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm, I think this, you know, the sport can take me a lot more places than I've been already. So, Dude. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. How much time are we at, Mark? 49 minutes. 49 minutes right now? 49? Yep. What are you doing the rest of the day? Not much. Uh, I was gonna go shoot some balls with Connor Quano, but I think it's pouring outside right now. So, is it raining? Yeah, it was raining. So not much. Um, workout. I'll definitely go to the gym. But other than that, I don't know. I don't got a job right now, so I'm not <laughs> doing too much. Uh, I like just chilling out. My roommates are good shit. I'll go home, make some lunch, make some dinner. Ooh. Book a tea time for this week sometime. What are you playing? I play. I like Harlem Point over in Eastern Passage. Oh yeah, yeah. Me and my dad are going there Friday. Yeah. Windy, but nice. It's windy, but it's beautiful. If you get down like a decent night, like when the sun's, ooh, yeah. I can't even explain it to you. Yeah, I can't even explain it to you. I was there. Uh, I was there filming. I didn't. I played played a little bit. Oh, you were there with Jack Gillis. Yeah, right? yeah. I was there with Jack. He's a beauty. Great guy. I know Jack. Yeah, yeah? I'm, I'm playing with him on Wednesday actually. Oh, are you at Harlem? At Harlem. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I was filming a bit, and uh, yeah, beautiful, beautiful course. Yeah. Windy though it is windy. The gets, day I was there with them was it gets nuts up there. If it's like any bit windy, it's like good luck. But if you get there on a nice day, like sun's out and no real wind, like it's there's not many courses like it. I was playing Chester this weekend, and there's like probably the yeah the front nine. It's all in the water. Yeah, and it wasn't that windy, but I've played there before, and it was really windy. And that's a beautiful course right on the water. Unbelievable. Never played there either. Chester, you should take me to Osprey Ridge sometime soon. Dude, you can go to Osprey. We'll go to Osprey Ridge. Please, I'll take you. Let's do it. The weather's supposed to be uh, like I'm down to go this week. Yeah, let's do it. I got to look at my schedule, but we should. Well, I'll take you. Yeah, let let's me know. go. Is Millsy golf? No idea, but I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll ask him see what he's doing. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, I'll look at some tee times. Yeah, it's that uh, I've never played. Like I just got into golf this year, and apparently yeah. fall golf is. The real deal here. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good stuff. Have you played? You've played for years? I play, no, this, this is only like my second summer playing, but like I played a bunch like last summer. I played a lot. So I was playing like August, September. I played up until like October. Oh, yeah. I think I played like I might have played early November one time at Heartland, but it was it was fucking cold. <laughs> yeah. Wait, in October? Like I think it was early November. Ooh. Yeah, like one of the last like few weeks. Okay. F- freezing. Yeah. Like it's... pants, jacket, gloves. Enjoyable? Or no. Just too cold. No, not enjoyable at all. You're sweating because you're walking all over the place, so you're kind of, but, like, you know that weird, like, hot, cold feeling? Your hands are, like, kind of feeling, yeah, like, I don't like that at all, and that's what I was feeling like all day, so. That's how I feel about field lacrosse. Uh, I'll (laughs) I'll never play field lacrosse. Unless I can find my way in the PLL, like, I'll never play field lacrosse. (laughs) That's, like, it was just too cold. Like, we used to play in Halifax or in Dartmouth, Jesus, like, September, October, Mm -hmm. and it was freezing. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't enjoyable. No, yeah, I'm not going to. I won't be doing that anytime soon. But I'm, I'm like I, I'm I'm trying to squeeze in as much golf as because I'm going to be in a hockey rink all winter. Yeah, true. So I'm just trying to squeeze in as much golf as I can from now until. Yeah, get me out. I'm I'm definitely interested. Have you played Osprey before? I have before. Yeah, nice, nice. course. Real yeah, it's nice. A nice course. Well kept. Well maintained. Yeah. This is not an ad read, but it's very nice. <laughs> it's a very nice. No course. free ads, but no this free, place is yeah. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We'll get out. Well, dude, thank you for coming. I wish you all the best this year. I'm gonna be watching you. I appreciate it. I will. Uh, I'll make sure to not disappoint for sure. Millsy's gonna be down underneath the tunnel interviewing you post game. Okay. So be prepared for that. Yeah. We need an inside source to the dressing room, so you can do that for whatever us. Whatever you, you need. Whatever you need. Half media, half player, half whatever. I still haven't got my mic up yet, so I'm waiting for that. Dude, we. I was just thinking we don't have any mic'd up scheduled for this week. So if you have a practice or like an in something to do where you're talking and being funny, let me know. Yeah, I'll work on it. Maybe on the golf course. I'm not sure. I don't play. I don't have any lacrosse scheduled for the next little bit. So. Oh, you don't? No. We're not playing right now, which is unfortunate. Hoping the senior guys get out soon, which would be sick with like a. Mm. With like Rod and the privateers and stuff, but I haven't heard anything about it. 
It doesn't have to be this week. Yeah, we'll figure but it out. But the next time you're going to be playing will be with the Thunderbirds in October. Like, yeah. there's nothing else before. Unless, like, Rod starts up the privateers earlier, but I'm really not sure what's going to happen with that. Yeah. Hopefully it does. We need a. I need some reps before training camp, so. Yeah. If, if you were in Ontario, would that be a problem? Like, was there always boys going in Ontario? Yeah. Like, they're playing right now. Like, they're still playing. Like, their senior leagues going on. They did a little, like, uh, mini tournament there, but that was, like, a month, month and a half long. They're still playing, so. Those guys will be a little more ready to go, I think. They'll be playing more box across and stuff. And Why don't you just go up there for a month or something? Yeah, I could. I really guess I don't have a job right now, so oh, I probably yeah. could, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't be a bad idea. I was actually thinking, like, if I if I still don't have a job in November, I might just move up to Ontario and do training camp up there. It'd probably be easier to be flying back and forth the whole time. So Yeah, but Thunderbird's paying for the flights, right? Yeah, but like, I just don't know if I'd want to mentally do that. You know, I, I don't really like flying. Anyway. You don't like flying? No, it's not bad, but like, I don't get in there. Head f- I hate my ears popping. Like, it sounds like I sound, yeah. sound like a pussy, but like, <laughs> I hate it. I don't like dealing with it, so I'd rather just sleep up there for i know people up there too so it wouldn't that yeah. wouldn't be a problem you'll figure it out yeah not too worried about it it's all gonna come full circle you'll be yeah. fine yeah all right man Crazy. Can promote anything uh what's the shirt you're wearing oh this is brandon brown just a basketball trainer um i just like it says the work is working and it's most definitely working so that's why i bought it but uh uh anything no any young guys listen if you guys look into Get some lacrosse training in any any advice and anything you know hit me up on instagram my phone number i'm not gonna put my phone number on here but uh, <laughs> message me we can chat for sure um other than that shout out all the boys that are listening right now i mean thanks for you know help me guys get here uh there with bandits five in a row not a big deal <laughs> but, uh, not a big deal but uh other than that no thanks for having me fellas that was awesome that was a pleasure being here i'm looking forward to the next time we get out i'll probably have some more stories for you but beauty yeah all right brett thanks for coming man i appreciate it appreciate it fellas thank you all right everyone listening thank you very much for tuning in what's the date today monday august 30th wow summer is pretty much almost over but hey whatever you're gonna do have fun work hard enjoy the last couple days of summer brett best of luck next year Appreciate it. And we are out. Peace. See this in 3D. All lights out for me. All lights out for me. Lightning strikes the beach. 80 degrees. Warm it up for me. Finally free. Found the God of me. And I want you to see.
Here I go, acting too rich. Here I go with a new chick. And I know what the truth is. Still playing after two kids. It's a lot to digest. When your life always moving, architecture digest. But I need a home improvement. $60 million home. Never went home to it. Genius gone clueless. It's a whole lot to risk. Alcohol anonymous. Who's the busiest loser? Heated by the rumors. Read into it too much. Fiend in for some true love. Ask him what do you love? Hard to find what the truth is. But the truth was that the truth suck. Always in the do stuff. But this time it was too much. Everybody's so judgmental. Everybody's so judgmental. Everybody hurts. But I don't judge rentals. It was all so simple. I see you in 3D. The dawn is bright for me. No more dark for me. I know you're watching me. 80 degrees. 